there's still this part and I remember when I when I finally came out as a witch and it wasn't that long ago there was still this lump in my throat when I said the word even though I love what I am and I and I'm proud of you do you like channeling's definitely it's just one of your powerhouse things like it's funny that you say like powerhouse thing because I say that that's what I do and that's what I am and Mm -hmm. that's I know that that's my my purpose but if you were to kind of look at like my social media there's like tidbits of it and that's my human what does it mean to fully go in (laughs) what does it mean to to really embrace these aspects every day all day which I would love to do but that human me is like "Hmm." we worry about taking up too much space that was going to say because it's not the human in you that you don't trust what you're receiving or what you're doing it's the human in you of how will it be received by the outside world and that that is the especially in this line of work I think because like I can remember a time when this wasn't popular <laughs> and I can, like, and it wasn't that long ago when, um, you know, you couldn't openly talk about these things. And for the younger generation that are kind of, you know, stepping fully into their power and that the, they don't care, they're out there, they're embracing themselves. They haven't got that memory, that human memory of mm. how it was received. And I think for yeah. us, we're still there a little bit. And like, like that, yeah. I, I'd love to show up and one day I will show up completely. And it's not that we're not being authentic. It's just that we're being cautious. Yeah, because we're still remembering from those timelines when we did speak up, we did try, we did take up space and we were killed for it. And so that cautiousness is like, okay, we can't get killed in this timeline. We, we can't, we cannot open ourselves up to persecution. Yeah, like the witch wound, the witch wound mm-hmm. is a really, like, because I identify as a witch. Yeah. But it, there's still this part, and I remember when I, when I finally came out as a witch, and it wasn't that long ago, there was still this lump in my throat when I said the word, even though I love yeah. what I am, and, I, and I'm proud of, proud of that, giving that title over to somebody else and saying to them, I am this. Yeah, there was just this <gasps> feeling. Like I remember yeah. last year we went to England to visit family, and we were walking through the woods with uh, my stepdad and and my daughter Faith, and Faith just just innocently said, "You're a witch, mom, aren't you?" <laughs> and yeah. I went, yeah, I didn't I didn't say it with conviction, and and it, yeah. it's not that I would have been judged buy it but there was just this saying it out loud was like yeah it's like I was almost waiting for everyone with the, with the freaking pitchforks to come around the corner <laughs> yeah. do you know I was literally I was like it, it, it reminds me when um my eldest she said to some neighbors she said my mum's a psycho and I, I knew what I knew what she meant <laughs> she meant psychic um and I, rem- I remember my tummy like flipping like oh my god are they gonna think I'm weird am I, am I nuts so they're like oh we need to stay away from her and there was like a pause of 30 seconds or it felt so much longer than that and I, I went mm-hmm. oh you mean psychic yeah <laughs> and that nervous laugh we hope you know I gave <laughs> afterwards and but but to kids it's just it is what it is it is what it is they, it. they haven't got that life experience or, or hopefully they never have to and uh, yeah. that conditioning where to completely show up as yourself was something that um was almost shamed for it in any way shape or form because it's just that generational thing we are the generational cycle breakers 
like a lot a lot of us in this generation of kind of paving that way for the, for the following generation to yeah. show up as themselves and yeah. and that can be heavy because we are literally carrying all those timelines all those past experiences in this present life and trying to shift that and I think that's why us understanding the experiences that we've had before this one is so important because it it is a tool for releasing shame when you understand your why your personal why then you can begin the journey of like, because it's not an overnight thing, of releasing all of that emotional baggage. They get scared of doing the work because of the time that it's going to take. But this is the thing. They don't realise they've already done so many lessons and the time's going to pass yeah. anyway. But then on the, on the other hand of that, is time really a concept or is it just a human thing? Yeah, it's most definitely a human thing. If it, if it wasn't, I wouldn't be able to time travel and other people wouldn't be able to and when I say time travel I mean to go into those kind of pockets of consciousness that that we think don't exist anymore like you you can't kill energy you can't you can't you just can't (laughs) you know there's no other word for it you can't kill it no it's always going to be there just changes from one form to another and I've always loved that quote even before I actually knew what that quote meant yeah as a child I loved it it's always been with me and it has so much more meaning now but like that as well like there is no future there is no past there's only the moment As as a Reiki healer you can send Reiki into the future because there is no time and space it's only Mm -hmm. it's only a concept like if you know that someone in another time another place there's so many hours ahead of you and you know this person's going to wake up at this particular time and they need um or they've requested Reiki healing from you distant you can literally be just about to go to bed set that intention that you would like that energy to connect with that person when they wake up Mm. and then it will be instantaneous so it's there when they wake up do you know it's not hung around waiting it is just (laughs) there because it's instantaneous and I think that's the same with um all connection with with energy with your spirit team I think we just put so much expectation on ourselves and that's the human in us because we've been brought up in a world of expecting and expecting so if someone was just starting their journey now so they were just starting to feel called to past lives and um, maybe like hypnosis or regression was just a little bit too intimidating for them at the moment yeah where, where would you start um, I've actually had that a couple of times lately, people kind of feeling scared. I have I have one woman say to me, do you like stay with me? Do you help me like process? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And of course you're scared because you're going into what your mind is perceiving is the unknown. And I love those people that don't take it lightly, that don't go, oh, I'm going to try that. That sounds like a bit of fun. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I kind of the intentions, the intentions more, not aligned with whatever needs to come through. Yeah, there's that complacency. If you're not ready for regression, and I think there's a part of you that will know if you are or you're not, because you yourself will be pulled to go into more states of meditation. You'll be, you know, there'll be that sense of inquiry more. You'll be kind of asking your, more of yourself and ch- and changing changing things. If someone was at the beginning, I would say start having conversations with yourself. Get a journal out. Start writing down what you feel you know what's coming through for you get your feelings and thoughts on paper because that will help you to make sense of it plus it you can receive past life memories whilst you're writing you'll get you'll get visions coming because you've literally opened the energetic space to receive a remembrance and a memory because you're inquiring about 
the subject matter. Plus, it's 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 safer. We kind of know our, our journals aren't going to judge us. We may judge us, but the journal isn't. It's a holding yes. space. It's a flow state. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do say, and this is, and I used to say this for women that wanted to do this work as a way of like healing abuse. And so they they would have fear about writing things down because, you know, my mother used to say to me, well, anything that can be written can be kept and read and blah, blah, blah. Burn it, rip it up, burn it. That can be really cathartic in its in itself. The the writing will will trigger and, and activate those those memories. If you're burning something, it could actually activate a memory whereby that was all-consuming and something that triggered fear for you um and that's why I think those that actually make the intention to be ready for receiving this sort of information their dreams start to ramp up because in our dream state we've kind of dropped out of ego we're more we're more open because we're not controlling the outcome we're literally just there being able to receive like you're always working even in your dream state and so past life memories can come in that way and that that can feel safer. So you might want to kind of ask to receive memories in your dream state, but also allow yourself to make disclaimers with the universe, with your guides. Like, okay, I, I want to receive, but these are my boundaries. These are my rules. I will, I only expect to receive information from the, you know, the highest source, yes. or please only give me information that will not scare me but I'll be able to take away and consider and manage and and process like you have more power than you could ever and make like possibly ever conceive but we just we let our words kind of run away with us we don't consider them like most most people that come to me maybe you as well there's this kind of putting spirit putting other dimensions on a pedestal pedestal yeah and so they begin to kind of change who they are or change the way they speak or they they don't kind of make a, a boundary you know they'll create boundaries around their human counterparts and peers but but not with spirit well you are that as well like you you are source you were non-physical before you were physical but you still get to be both yes so why are you placing anything on a pedestal other than yourself <laughs> and exactly. allowing yourself those discernments yes absolutely and I find as well like with spirit guide connection that is one of the biggest things people try so hard because they think that because this this entity this ethereal being isn't on a physical frequency that they have to jump through all these hoops yeah and do all these steps to be worthy to receive connection and the connection has to be um, a very specific way because these beings are higher yeah. I remember to, I, I have three three guys that I consciously work with and I met my first like you know I met my first one yeah. uh, when I was 13 Con- when he finally showed himself who he yeah. was my next one when I was 15 and then I didn't have another guy show up for me until I was in my 30s and like the expectation around what your spirit team or your guides should look like or be or behave I was in for the biggest shock of my life because what wrapped up for me wasn't this you know all wise monk with the robes on and you know with with your all-knowing it was someone that was dressed in a a freaking baby pink dress stiletto <laughs> bleached blonde perm to the point that it looked like a hair would snap off if you touched it and a freaking yeah. clutch bag called emily and i remember looking and even after all these years i got the biggest fucking shock because in my head 
because my other two guys kind of represented um, what you expect. The stereotypical, yeah. The stereotypical. Like Native American Indian and things exactly. like that. Yeah. And I remember looking at it thinking, what the fuck? And that was actually what came out of my mouth. And I actually remember asking her, who are you? And she was like, I'm your highest guide. And I remember going, really? <laughs> because it was a bit disappointing. I was not expecting <laughs> like, that. Not really what I was expecting. They've had their experiences wherever it is they need to be. They've done their own lessons to get yeah. to where they are now as well. And when we remember that our spirit team, our helpers, they're not above us in any way, shape or form. They're just on a different level of awareness. That's why they're helping us with whatever it is they're helping us through at this moment, Do you know? Yeah, it's, it's like their awareness allows us to kind of anchor into a more deepened state of awareness here because yes. that has ripple effects. Like we're exactly. not meant to do anything alone. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and that's it. Even when we're physically alone, mm. we're not alone. Right? There, no. And there's, there's always there's always an energy working with you and that's another thing as well because there's this in-between space and we've spoken we've spoken about this before as well and I'm sure other people have listened have heard about it between um lives where you will mm. kind of it's almost like a team huddle where you'll kind of sit down <laughs> and you, <laughs> you kind of like you know before you're going to work which is your next life uh, you know, yeah. you're deciding which which team member's going to be here and which team member's going to be, and you're yeah. all agreeing together. Uh, and you know, some you don't want to pick first, you want to leave them to last and hope someone else will pick them. And they're going, I'll do it, I'll do it. And you're like, no, 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 don't, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. So, like that with soul families and past lives, like people are like, oh, you can't just, you know, it's the same people every time and you'll have the same roles. It's not. You're no. all all different perspectives I suppose is the way that's what you're experiencing yeah Yeah. so like your guides not always the case but I imagine for a lot of people their spirit helpers in this lifetime we're probably with them physically yeah in another lifetime and there was a lesson that either wasn't finished or resolved there that they can Mm. help them with in this lifetime yeah because just just by the kind of the changing of roles it gives like another lens into the experience into the lesson and you may be more you may be more likely to be able to kind of receive it if the dynamic has changed it's like tweaking the things that kind of trigger you so they don't feel so triggering and yeah I love that it's like I know we we've had past lives together like we, we found out out very early on even before you were oh kind of working God. with past lives you know what um, that that one was the first time like I'd always been intrigued by past lives and I was doing past life readings but it was that one that kind of like rubber stamp that oh my god there it's real <laughs> like it's it's yeah. real like not that I didn't trust what it was I was getting before but it was that those those memories weren't just conscious they they were um like ingrained in in my being because that and I'll never forget it though because the the house was on fire I think you were the baby weren't you yeah I was yeah you were Um, the mom (laughs) yeah and the house the house was on on fire and I'd left you in the house I I I still remember like the point where I began to cry it was the like my hands moving through the gravel like sheer grief and mm-hmm. overwhelm and panic and it was like I was trying to dig my own hole because I just I was just gone at that point yeah. you know that that grief that was really overwhelming 
it was it was emotional and like I can remember I even just hearing it and, and the feelings that kind of came up because for me what was really funny was well not funny haha there was this huge feeling of abandonment yeah and it's a feeling that had been again those feelings that you, you don't understand why they're there yeah. in some respects and um, it was like wow I was left and that I was left like it stirred and, something up straight and, and away and leaving turned into my death again that you know the themes of death coming up and you know because we when someone abandons us whether it's intentional or not it, it's it still feels like death it is what it is yeah it, it, it's it's um it's a dying and a rebirth isn't it yeah you know you're born again through those emotions to that next stage of self I suppose um but yeah I know we we definitely we had a few um lives where we've crossed and we've had lives where we've kind of been at the side of each other as well and like obviously the yeah. last few years we've been at the side of each other through this one and um I, I am a big believer that you will always find the people that you're meant to find when it's time do you know like there's always that how did that person become part of my life it's so serendipitous yeah under any other normal circumstances that situation might not have ever happened and you'd have never met that person yeah because you remember in 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 that past life I'm I'm sure it was the same one because I remember it was just dark and I could just see the flames and it was nighttime dark sky then it was almost like that then all blurred and then I could see like this path that looked like it was like the path to heaven and then my guide and yours joined looked back on the the scene if you like and then walked away together and walked it was away just, together oh, yeah. yeah I remember because we were like whoa <laughs> yeah but that it's... kind of rubber stamped the whole okay past lives help us to bring our souls back home yeah. that although oh, yeah. others may may walk away from us they don't they're not doing it out of abandonment it's just that needs to be left that needs to allow itself to be so you can go to your ne- the next stage of that journey whatever that journey yeah. is absolutely I would love I would love and I know that it's not going to happen until that transition happens and I'm in that in between again Um, I would love to look at my Akashic record properly Mm. and my Mm. soul contract and read what I've written and see how close I was to actually um doing what I needed to do because that's the thing as well like we don't consciously remember when we physically incarnate here because that's the whole point of the learning and that's where free will gets tricky because like I've said before in previous episodes of my podcast it's not that you're on the wrong road Mm. but what happens is you know you do your detours because you have free will you can choose whether or not in that moment in time you are going to um, you know take what's needed from that lesson and if you choose not to at that time you'll keep going on and the road will keep feeling rocky until you were in that particular area whatever it is until you accept the lesson and the lesson is going to keep the universe is going to keep throwing it at you your guides are going to keep hinting at you but they can't force you to do it they can only yeah. put the situations there and <laughs> you know that's that's why it's always like why are you doing this to me why does this keep happening yeah. And that is in that in, is where it lies. This keeps happening because there's a lesson, and you're yeah. choosing not to see it. You're choosing to go around it. Reminds me of one of my relationships, and I would ask Sunny over and over and over again, like, 
okay help me get out of this relationship I know it's not working just help me get out and they would because there would always be like within 24 hours of me asking this kind of this like explosion this yes this this trigger point so they they can provide and that was the opportunity like the argument that I would have with him they're coming back to that old feeling of I'm being undermined here I'm not being respected and it's but then I didn't take action on it you know so they can provide the the catalyst if you like but because you're the one that's in control of your experience you have to be willing to kind of co-create with them you know absolutely and uh, when you do accept the lesson and you might accept it without even realizing that that's what you've done so when you finally mm. kind of you know you you embody and you integrate the lesson it spills out like there is no more it just it just yeah. stops you know you, be, you become more of your soul self is what I like to call it because like, yeah. I hate to um some like this next level when I say that I don't want it to sound like you know you've got a tick list of all these things that you need to achieve <laughs> and if you haven't yeah. hit all those levels then you know you're not worthy you haven't done it but what I always think is like reclaiming a little bit more of yourself again you, you're coming closer to you I suppose yeah. is the best way to say it not removing the human but you're removing the baggage that isn't yours and you're yeah. starting to embody your true essence every time you you accept the lesson eventually <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, like it, it took me six times six times but it, it happened and it, it was it was meant to happen but what what it did teach me was I will always be given I will always be given an opportunity the opportunities do not run out you know so therefore you cannot get it wrong because something will come back around in order to help you to go come on this is this is where we get to kind of because there's a breaking point isn't there like like the lessons are always painful sometimes the lessons are good and, and, and happy and lovely but you know we tend to kind of hold on to the pain for, we learn more from pain unfortunately than we do from the happy moments yeah. because it's the contrast and the duality of it we appreciate the good times so much more yeah. when we are you know are we unfortunate or fortunate enough to have those negative experiences it teaches us the difference we appreciate yeah. um, where we are and where we've been but when when you say say that it basically is when you take responsibility for your human you also deepen the relationship that you have with your spirit articulated that yes um so i know that your phone's about to die um (laughs) so where can people find you if if they if they want to connect and, and and see the work that you do because i really recommend that they do Okay, so my Facebook group is called Psychic School with Trudy. However, I do want to preface this by saying I don't just teach you how to open your like psychic abilities. It's very much the mindset behind it, the energy work behind it, you know, the honoring the 3D, because I have to admit, I'm so fed up. We go, oh, like you need to disconnect from the 3D to get to the 5D. Well, you may as well just kill yourself off. <laughs> and that, yeah, I, I actually don't spoke about this about uh, grounding a couple of a couple of months yeah. back. You're in a physical reality. You're in a physical vessel. You have yeah. to be physically here as much as you might not want to be. It, it, the whole purpose of receiving it is so that you can bring it into your physical reality. It's not so that you yeah. can just kind of stay drifting around there. You're giving it for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I will I will put all the links so that people can find your YouTube channel. They can connect with you on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. Yeah. So yeah, that because I do recommend highly, especially if past lives is something that you're feeling really drawn and channeling as well. Mm, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> all the way because the, there's powerful stuff there so thank you so much and i can't wait i'm sure we'll have another conversation again thank you so much for coming on though oh you're welcome my lovely and i will speak to you soon i'll speak to you soon